Greetings from Northern Indiana and welcome to the Four Cats and Plaid Show. The vision of this show is to have fun, bring hope to our society, and sometimes deal with tough issues in an authentic and respectful fashion. We're going to delve into many different spheres of culture and society. Sports, the spiritual life, alternate history, which means sometimes we will be discussing actual history, science fiction, politics, and more will come up. Along our journey, we plan to have guests join us. Only time will tell if guests will be a regular part. Now on to today's topic. What if the NFL expand to 36 teams. Part of what inspired the epi- this episode is I had been going around watching on YouTube what a lot of people would try in terms of individual sports realignment. Some I liked, some I thought were a little wacky. But now is my opportunity to give you, the guests, and my listeners, how I would build the NFL with a 36-team format. In this NFL, there's still the AFC and NFC. However, there will be something a little different. Instead of the four divisions that we know now, we will go back to an older format where each conference, the AFC and the NFC, would have three. Because of that, some teams were moved, there were a couple teams moved from a traditional division and their rivals to a division more suited to their geographic accuracy. The first division I'm going to mention is the AFC East. In each division, there will be six teams. In this AFC East, you'll have the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, and a franchise in Columbia, South Carolina that I would call the Columbia Swingers. The reason why I would call it the Columbia Swingers is there's there's another town a couple of hours east of Columbia called Myrtle Beach 
and Myrtle Beach was is well known for certain styles of dancing. And that's why they're named the Swingers. Now on to the NFC East. You'll have the New York Giants, the Washington Redskins. Note, I'm not calling them the Washington football team. The name, the name is just fine. They're the Redskins. Simple as that. You have the Carolina, or in this case, Charlotte Panthers, Atlanta Falcons, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Philadelphia Eagles. That's most of those are pretty par for the course, maybe with the exception of the Columbia expansion team. Now we're going to the Central Division. The Central Division is largely teams from the, the central part of the United States, whereas the East Eastern Division is closer to the East Coast. The Central Division in the AFC, and I think... This division right here, in the current parlance of the NFL, would be the toughest. Funny thing is, I didn't play favorites with even my own two favorite teams. And one of them is in this AFC Central. So, I digress. The teams in this AFC Central are the Indianapolis Colts, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, the Tennessee Bulldogs. They are not the Titans because I chose to go more with Tennessee's music culture and had to honor the legendary Elvis Presley. Hence, the Bulldog. And your current reigning and defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. I will be discussing them a little more later. In the NFC Central, this is what we call the Black and Blue Division. Four of these teams have historically been rivals to each other for as long as I personally can remember, going even before my lifetime. This division includes the Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers, the Minnesota Vikings, and two teams who I feel should be in a central 
division rather than a southern or western division, the New Orleans Saints and the St. Louis Rams. Don't worry, LA people. You have a team too. And I will get to that soon. Now we're going to go out west. And besides the one team in LA, I actually had a bit of a challenging time trying to build some of the expansion ideas because four of the six expansion team, I mean, the four expansion teams are actually, uh, correction, three of the four are out west. And now we'll get to that. The AFC West will have the Houston Texans, the Denver Broncos, the San Diego Chargers. Yes, I said San Diego Chargers. They're not the LA Chargers. And they, they should still be in San Diego. And that fan base deserves a football team. Just as much as the St. Louis fan base deserves a franchise. And I hope the NFL someday gives them that shot again. The Oakland Raiders... I will explain my reasoning behind Oakland here in a little bit. The San Antonio Gunslingers. And the Portland Wave. The Portland Wave idea is because Portland, being a coastal city, And I wanted to do a little something different than an animal or a human. So I went I went with a natural force of nature, which is a, which is a tide. And the waves are a, are a side effect of tides. I like I like this AFC West because Houston and Houston, Denver, and Oakland could regularly compete for division dominance here, depending on what the other three would do. And now to the NFC West. This division is as competitive as all get out. Because one year, you have my other favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, doing really well and being 
a playoff or Super Bowl contender. Another year, you'd have Seattle running wild. Those would be the Seahawks, by the way. And and in other years, you'd have Arizona and Dallas going wild. But the surprise this year would be that the LA Voyagers, who would be, surprisingly enough, the LA Voyagers would be the roster and leadership of the current Cleveland Browns. Let that soak in. And our final team is the Omaha Storm. You got Omaha, you got Nebraska, You got Nebraska. You got right in the middle of flyover country. Some would say Indiana's flyover country, but if you really want to get to the brass tacks of flyover country, it's a place like Omaha, Nebraska. Reasons behind this, these changes in how I would build the divisions. The current alignment of the divisions in the NFL honestly feels clunky and chaotic. This realignment reduces the clunkiness and fixes some of what I think is wrong with the NFL. First thing. No team in Baltimore or Las Vegas. There's a certain senator from Massachusetts, if I remember correctly. It's either Massachusetts or Maryland. Ruined it for that team when he tried to encourage that area to use a little thing called intimate domain against the Ursays when they left Baltimore for Indianapolis back in the 80s. Don't get me wrong, I think Ursay leaving Baltimore for Indianapolis and the way he did it was not... Irrespectful way to do it. But let that go. To protect the integrity of sports, Vegas is denied a team due to its status as being synonymous with gambling. And gambling hurts the integrity of sports in general. Did we not learn the consequences when Pete Rose bet on baseball? He was banned for life. I do think he should be in the Hall of Fame. 
as a player. What he did as a player should be honored, not his actions as a manager. The current roster and leadership of the Ravens in the NFL today would be the Cleveland Browns in this thought experiment. So that's right. Lamar Jackson and his team and his coaches, they would be the Cleveland Browns. And surprisingly enough, that's actually a good setup because Cleveland and Baltimore are similar cities. They're coastal cities. And they have this rough and tumble working class mentality. the LA Voyagers would be the current Cleveland Browns. This would be the team with Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, Joey Bosa, and others. The playoffs would stay at six teams per conference. Just because you win a division does not guarantee you a playoff spot. This past year, we had an entire division with a losing record. Not if I were in charge. You gotta win nine games. You have to have a winning record. Why a winning record? A winning record shows you're a solid enough team that could compete in in the playoffs or even in the Super Bowl. Or, as we're going to call on this show, the big game. Speaking of the big game, This weekend has a very interesting arrangement of the big game. The Kansas City Chiefs will be traveling to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. You heard that correct. For the first time in the history of the NFL, in the Super Bowl era, one one of the teams is actually playing in their home stadium. I think this is going to be a shootout because you've got two really good quarterbacks here. One just now hitting the prime of his career. And the other one is considered by many to be the greatest of all time. Though I personally do not consider him as such. I have about three or four quarterbacks 
in my personal opinion, that are better than Tom Brady. And don't get me wrong. I like this team. In fact, I like both Tampa and Kansas City in this game. However, because Tampa has Tom Brady, I have to root for Kansas City. I want to see Pat Mahomes get back-to-back Super Bowls. I want to see Pat Mahomes be at least a five-time Super Bowl champion with this team that he's that they've got built in Kansas City, quite frankly. That is unless they have to take down my Colts to do it. Then I'll be I'll be rooting for my Colts any day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> I do have a little bit of a prediction for a final score. I am taking Kansas City 35 and Tampa Bay 21. That's right. I think Pat Mahomes and that explosive offense are going to be too much for the Tampa Bay defense. But the Kansas City defense is going to come in clutch on several critical plays, and that is why the Kansas City Chiefs will win by two touchdowns. Hmm. Lastly today, there's a reason why we're calling this show The Four Cats and Plaid. Myself and Mrs. Four Cats and Plaid We have four cats. All of them are just about nine months old. And at some point, we're going to use the sounds of them meowing possibly as introduction or departure sound. But today, I'd like to introduce you to one of the cats. Her name is Pippi. She's an almost nine-month-old orange dilute calico. Sometimes she likes to act like a dog and lick people's face. She loves to lick my face. Sometimes she'll lick my wife's face. Or any other human being she's comfortable with. When I was in quarantine due to the virus, Pippi was with me almost every single moment of the time I was in quarantine. And 
And that's why I love this cat. Isn't that right, Pippi? She does like to be a little mischievous and sometimes likes to climb on kitchen counters and tries to bet around and sometimes tries to eat action figures. But most of the time, she is a good cat. Yeah, right now I, I see her actually playing with something here. Go get it! Yeah. And today we'll close with this. Home is where the Shire is. And be excellent to each other.